Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. With me back today is Brad Livingston, the Lead Pastor. What's up guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh, man, we're... we're uh we're rocking. Things are been moving here at TC, yeah. and so uh, excited about how this series is going and all the things that are popping off. It's just been a really good uh, kickoff to the new year. And so, if you're tuning in uh, for the first time, maybe on the podcast, man, we'd appreciate it. Um, share it, you know, rate us, do all those good things. But we'll talk, you know, we'll drop some info on uh, on yeah. you guys for that here at the end. But uh, before we move any further. One of my favorite people. Oh, that's so sweet. Justin? In the entire world. <laughs> I know what he's going to do here. Is Michael Scott. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's what we figured. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Juwan is on the podcast with What's us. What's going on? What's up? Juwan, appreciate you being here. Appreciate it. And uh, You warm, Juwan? Uh, no, I'm still cold, but I got my peacoat. I had to break the peacoat out today. So Peacoat, scarf? Scarf, you know. GQ, nothing crazy. <sighs> nothing crazy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Glad you're all cozy. It is cold today. It's a little chilly here in, in Florida. Florida. We're not used to it. No. Oh, no. It's cold. Yeah. It's cold. I like it, though. Yeah. I'm 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 loving it. So I'm enjoying it. My, I talked to my mom yesterday. She's in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And she said the high was like 25 Ooh. yesterday. Oh, that's miserable. Oh, that did not sound good at that's all. That's a little chilly. That's cold. Yeah. So, uh, man. Yeah. Right on. Well, yeah, things have been good. So we've been rocking. We've been uh, jumped into the, um, you know, Dream Again series for part three this past Sunday. Yep. It's really been churning. Um, things have been good. We've been getting a lot of feedback on the series, which has been great. Um, you know, you just it's always good to know that, you know, what God's put on our hearts as leaders is connecting with the people and, and so on and so forth. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it's been it's been really, really good. So, Juwan, you've been enjoying it, huh? You've been you've been talking about it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been really good. I feel like a lot of people, um, I think I think a lot of people have been enjoying this series. We've been getting really good feedback on it. Um, I've talked to multiple people that were like, "Man, this series is like really good." Like Pastor Brad's been bringing it, so I, I'm excited. Pastor Pastor Dan next week, you're gonna kill it. PD, if you if you're in the Pensacola area, our founding pastor, Pastor Dan's gonna be, um, you know, bringing some. Bringing some of the good stuff closing, on Sunday, preaching, closing it out, closing yeah. out the series. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're excited, man. And yeah, then sure. we got Super Bowl Sunday. Then the next series starts the week after the Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, and so, um, who's in the Super Bowl? I'm pumped about that series. It's the Chiefs and the Forty Nine Forty Niners. Yeah. I don't know. We're all such football people. Yeah, yeah as you can tell. <laughs> it's like, are the Patriots in it? No. Okay, then. I don't. That's Go all s- that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm. Go sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's it's uh it's been good. So this past week we kind of talked about C again. So to catch everybody up, if you haven't listened or watched or been a part of any of the dream again stuff so far, you know, the first week we really talked about um, just the idea of having a dream, you know, and that every yeah. person has a dream, but it's either dead, dormant or determined. Like you kind of fall into one of those categories. You've given up on it and let it fall by the wayside. You haven't given up on it, but you're just not doing anything with it or you're actually doing something with it. Right. And so those are kind of the three spaces that most people find themselves in right. when it comes to their dreams. Um, and we really started with this story of Joseph, 
right? And, and Joseph was his father's favorite. He was also, you know, young and he got the coat of many colors and, you know, he just had favor and Joseph has these dreams. He interprets them and he says that his brothers ultimately are going to bow down to him. And his brother's like, nah, fam, not happening, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, that's what so, I would have said. <laughs> big facts. Yeah. Uh, and so, so he does that. They end up throwing him in a pit, you know, and uh, then they're like, oh, we're going to sell him into slavery. And so that's that, you know, they sell him into slavery. And then we picked up on week two, you know, where we were talking about that it's so important to have a why behind your dream. So just having a dream is good. But if you can't connect why you have it, because knowing why you have the dream keeps you going during seasons that you probably wouldn't keep going. You know what I mean? So it's like having a big, you know, so just wanting to have a healthy family, that's a good, that's a good dream to have. But why do you want to have it? You know, because you want to build a legacy, because you want your kids to be better than you were, because you want to, you know, you, because you want a marriage that represents to your kids what a marriage should look like. That Those are good whys behind the what. Um, but we, what we saw in the story of Joseph is like, we see him going through some difficult seasons where he's in the pit, sold into slavery. He gets put, you know, second command in Potiphar's house. And then Potiphar's wife accuses him of raping his throne in prison. That's a lot of like negative things happening in Joseph's life. And it's like, he kept, he kept his why alive. It wasn't just that he had a dream and he wanted, he kept, you know, and he kept going back to this place of like, man, I'm, I would, I'm not going to do that to God. And, and what we identified in week two is how important it is to connect your why to God, right? And so recognizing that all of our whys should glorify God. If we if we aim to glorify God with our life, to let Him have glory in in all that we do, um, then we keep a we keep a healthy why. And in keeping a healthy why, it keeps us going through difficult seasons, right? And so, then this past week we talked about seeing again, you know. So um, it was good. It's so. Um, <laughs> Kind of what we picked up on is, even though we were talking about the story of Joseph, we really honed in on Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Yeah, that's right? a good one. It's yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is. It's so true too. It's so <laughs> simple, but yeah. it's so true. It's like for for not just the message, but like just in general, everything. Like yeah, you know, it teach it it teaches you even like um, you know, it's like why writing a goal down is important. It's like those type of things. It's yeah. like. You know, have a vision for your yourself or your goal, but then it's like, I don't know what the scripture is. You know, where it talks about making it plain. I forget what script. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I can't, I can't cite it right now. But it's like being able to write something down, and make it plain. It's like that's all just so helpful, right? And and then of course, you know, you Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, the people perish. And then you gave um, a different translation, mm-hmm. uh, which. Which I don't know what translation you gave if that if that was out of the. I think um, it's the I think it's the MSG. Oh, okay. MSG. I thought about Chinese restaurant for a second. <laughs> the, the MSG. <laughs> you feel full, but not for long. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, the message. Yeah, the message Bible. Yeah. Well, it's not really it's, a translation. It's a, it's a paraphrase. A paraphrase, but nonetheless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's good. Yeah, it's helpful. So, yeah, it talks about in the paraphrase. It talks about the idea that if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what He reveals, um, they are most blessed, right? And we, and and what we were talking about is like this idea of like even what that word "blessed" means, you know. And it's like this like other words that I associate with it are like giddy, 
you know what I mean? Like blessed in your soul. So like, you know, like a, a, that giddy feeling, that feeling that you get, you know, the way we described it on Sunday is like when you, when you ask that person out that you've been crushing on for a while and they say yes, like that, you know, that excited, you know, childlike, yeah. you know, type of feeling. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what they're talking about. And so like when we attend to what God reveals, like we get to step in that space. And so, you know, one of the questions that I ask a lot of people that come to me and they're miserable or they're battling depression, I'm like, where's your dream? Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you, what dream, what dreams do you have? You know, and that like, and inevitably all of them have kind of given up on a dream. They don't have any reason to wake up tomorrow, you know, like go to work, love your wife, but they don't see the power in what it can be to dream for your work, for your wife, for your marriage, like some of those spaces, you know? So, um, but someone I, you know, honestly, someone I thought about when it came down to, to dreaming again and seeing again, and some of those things is actually you. Um, cause you've kind of, I mean, you're, you're 22. Yeah. 22, 22, but you've taken a bit of a roller coaster over the last four years. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So for those, for like some people that don't know it, like, why don't you walk us through a little bit of that? Um, yeah, I mean, when I graduated high school, I joined, I joined the Navy, um, mm-hmm. and got about halfway through boot camp. found something wrong with my eyes. So I had to get sent back. So it was a, it was a, you know, graduating high school is like a pretty big high, you know, you're, you're done with school, like you're moving on to bigger adventures and then get to boot camp and then get, you know, have to get separated from boot camp. So that's low. And then didn't know what I was going to do with myself when I got back here. And then, and, ke- and keeping in mind, like I've known you since you were nine. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked about going in the military since the first day I met you. Like, yeah, yeah this, well, it wasn't like, oh, I guess I'll join the military. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things. Like, both my parents were um, were in the military, so I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna carry this like legacy on. So yeah, I've been talking. I was that was my whole dream, my whole dream, uh, you know, from when I was little. So yeah, it was it's definitely been a roller coaster. But yeah, so then that didn't pan out. Yeah, right. Um, so got back here. Um, Went to went to EMT school for a little while. Um, that was cool, but didn't really get hired on at any agency, so it was a little bit discouraging. So it's just been up and downs, ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's and and so I think it's about you know and even about this past Sunday, it's like this idea of like uh, uh, this idea about seeing again. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. understanding like you know you start to feel purposeless when you're when you're not connecting to this dream to, to something, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, like you got to stay connected to that kind of space. And so understanding that and this idea that we were made for significance, not just survival. Yeah. And so understanding for people like, you know, you don't have to just make it through each day and each week. And that sounds terrible. Yeah. I think think a lot of people get too comfortable with that idea. of I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to work and come home and go to work and then come home. And then they just, they look, they look back 30 years down the road and they're like, man, I wish I would have done that. It's like, well, when you were in that space, you weren't doing anything. Right, right, right. And I think it's like, to me, that's why sometimes it's encouraging to, you know, kick it with, to me, it's encouraging to kick it with some of my friends who aren't married yet. You know, not even just, not just, not like single, but just not married yet. Yeah. Because I think they have a bit more of a drive in them to experience things than married people do sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I could I could see that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so I think about like, it wasn't too long ago, me, uh, Ryan, and Nick, you know, we went to Graffiti Pizza at like 9 p.m. Yeah. You know, on like a Friday or something, or you know, it was a Saturday. 
I had church the next morning. I'm going to be there at 6 a.m., you know. But it's like we went to graffiti like 9 o'clock at night or maybe even later than that, you know, got pizza or whatever. But just like it, being in that environment was like, it was just so, you know, it's downtown Saturday night. Pensacola on Powell Fox. It's, yeah. You know, the game was on. So it's like everyone's down there watching the game on a big screen. And it was just very like, even though I was tired and it's not really my norm, just being in that space kind of gave me a new, like kind of sense of energy a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause it's like, you know, me and Ashley don't go downtown that much. Like, you know, we kind of stay in our space. We live in Cantonment, which is 25 minutes away. You know, it's like, yeah, the can. <laughs> yeah so like so all that to say is like you can just it's so easy to see how we as people can become so just comfortable in where we where we are at you know and that that actually that time with ryan and nick it kind of spoke to me a little bit about encouraging ashley like let's get out let, let's get out a little more let's try places we haven't tried let's you know, it's just kind of a spark to me to say, like, you know, number one, she's perfectly fine sitting on the couch at home. And that's not a negative thing. That's just her space. You know, her she's an Enneagram 5. She likes to be, you know, in quiet places. She doesn't necessarily have to experience things. But I think there's there's a healthy amount of growth that can happen when you step into adventures. And it just keeps you, it keeps that dream moving a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I love being down there. I oh, love I, being I, down I, there. Bro, we went. To, we were going to dinner one time with some with some couples. We ran into Jo, and he was just chilling on Palafox. And I was like, "Come on, bro!" So he came and ate with us. Friday night. That was a Friday. I do the same exact. I was just thing. sitting there. That was yeah. a Friday night that the shooting happened downtown. It was. It that was. wasn't funny, but nonetheless, it was a. Uh, so what? we're like we're down there, but it's just experiencing things. And I think for a lot of people, they just kind of what you were talking about. Yeah, they just kind of like settle into. Well, and I've gotten <sighs> I've gotten better over the years. I used to when I was when I was like your age, Juwan. I yeah. was never home. I had my own. I had my apartment, but I was never home. Yeah, or wasn't home often. Or if I was, there was usually like two, three people there with me. You know, like friends just hanging out, whatever. Right. And um, I I was always wanting to. I was always on the go. And I like now I'm not as bad, but I do like to be out and get out. Um, and I've gotten better over the years of even being by myself, like yeah. go out, I'll go eat somewhere by myself sometimes or, yeah. um, whatever. I used to have thought that was weird, but, um, man, you never know who you're going to meet. Like it's so, the yeah. people I meet, it's so interesting. Like, you know, you just, it's like spark up a conversation. I was yeah. telling Brad about these people I yeah, met yeah, yeah. This, this past Friday. I was down at Bodacious just, you know, working on some stuff on my computer. And like, I met these people and it was like, uh, these two ladies that were, um, in town, and it was kind of like a networking thing, but we got to talking for a while and it's like, you just never know who you're going to meet. It's, it's yeah. interesting. It's fun. It's like, I enjoy people. There's a guy at Bodacious. He's there every day, older yeah. guy. And he talks to himself the whole time. And it's, I don't know what his deal is, <laughs> you know, but it's just, int it's not, I'm going to say it's funny. I'm not, it's just, I like it. People watching like the guy is, is real unique and he knows all the workers. So he talks to them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's also like a full on conversation with, Someone that's not there, you know, but yeah. it's just interesting. It's like the the mix of people and stuff. So, yeah. But you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think for each person, going back to like, just like, what is it? What is it that you need to keep you moving? Right. Uh, for, you know, for some people, like, you know, I think about someone that may work downtown or they may work in a chaotic place or whatever. And it's like, man, they may need to, you know, yeah. the, the place that they feel driven more maybe like for them and their person they're dating or just by themselves or whoever to, like to go to a quiet place, you know, yeah. to, to go to, 
you just, know, to go to cantonment and just drive through, you know, past the fields and through the trees and stuff. Or like just, go out to the beach by yourself when there ain't a whole yeah, lot of people yeah, yeah. around. I, mean, I know you like to skate down. You like, yeah. I'll hit you up sometimes. Like, what are you doing? You're skating downtown. Yeah. Like, oh, who are you with? By myself. Usually. Nobody. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, so it's like, so just what I think it's whatever, whatever you need that helps you be able to start focusing. And he just, I honestly, I think it's hearing from the Lord. You know what I mean? But also just being in a space, you know, some people live a life of monotony and they need to be in, in, in some chaotic environments that yeah. keep them moving. And some people live in a life of constant movement that that movement makes them numb and they need to slow things down and start feeling things again. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's either or I think it's what, you know, the, honestly, I think it's the opposite of your tendency mm-hmm. is a healthy place for you to be sometimes. That's good. Yeah. You know, um, so, cause, cause all that to say is like, we talked about how a lot of times we lock into people who are just like us or we lock into people, um, and we start, we, we start trying to re- reflect from them. Um, and the idea that we're, we're essentially, we're asking them to proofread our dream, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so we connect with people or we let people speak life or death over our dream. You know, and one of the things we talk about Sunday is like, stop letting spiritually blind people proofread your dream. Yeah. You know, so it's like. Listen, if they're miserable in their life, why would you take suggestions from them on yours? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> you know, if they hate everything about their life, it's like, you know. Well, they love to just give their suggestions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah People like that. You know, ask, yeah, just, yeah. They just give it up freely. Like, but. Yeah, or try to live, like, vicariously through you. Yeah. It's like, what you need to do, I never got a chance to do this because what you need to do is, it's like. It's like I don't want to do that. Right. right. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Appreciate it, though. Yeah, that sounds terrible. What you need to do is, don't you love when something starts like that? Oh, like a, a statement? Yeah. I'm usually writing like, them off already. It's like when broke people, like, try to give you, you financial, a, advice. financial advice. What you need to do is, like, not listen to your broke self. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. I gave you money last week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you borrowed $10 from me. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, you know, I've always joked about, like, people that are, like, you know, um, Way bigger than me. Want to give like health advice? <laughs> it's yeah, like, right, what you need to do is yeah, yeah, not listen to your fatter self. <laughs> okay, all right. You know? well, HR's <laughs> not gonna like that one. <laughs> this man lives out of the pocket, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's like sometimes, like you know, it's like you gotta you gotta go there in your head. You don't say that, obviously. Yeah, well, you, ob- did, uh, obviously. You, you did though. I'm well, just saying to them. Yeah, I didn't say <laughs> that. They're watching or listening yeah, right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> You know, how, how, you're fatter than me. How are you going to tell me what to do? I don't get yeah, it. You I know? Guess it <laughs> it's just logic. Um, you know, you, you broker and I am, you know, it's like, well, you going to tell me how to budget or something. Right, right. But, I'll listen but, to Dave Ramsey because he's got money. <laughs> he's got money. Right. Uh, you know, all, all that's in good fun, but, but seriously, but I mean, seriously. there's an aspect to that, but, but yeah. taking it back to the topic of like, but you're right. It's like, yeah. sometimes it's like people and I, you know, we talked about this before. It's not that they're intentionally trying to like curb your dream sure they're sometimes so blinded by what's going on in their old life it's just um it's just that it's just the negativity they don't know what to do with it or like you said misery loves company right you know but it's not like i don't i don't think they wake up and you know it's it's not like malicious malicious. yeah Yeah, yeah, no exactly Um, when i think to bring it down to like a to a level that all of us could probably understand right it's like you know if you're if you're dating and your buddy is single like he's going to give you bad dating advice if he's bitter with his ex, you know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. if he's living in a place of bitterness with the person he just broke up with, he's probably not going to give you good advice on what to do with your girlfriend. Well, yeah. Especially, or, wife, or especially, you know? or, or the single friend that loves being single and doesn't want to lose his friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah that totally. he goes yeah, yeah, and does yeah. stuff with, cause now the yeah. friend's getting in a relationship. So it's like, yeah. you think he's going to give the best advice to you on 
moving right. forward in the relationship, or yeah, it's like, no, no, not like is he going to miss his his going out partner, his buddy? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, it's a real thing, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so what? And that's what tends to happen, right? Is is for so many people they get focused on, um, on kind of where they are and what season they're in. We talked about in Joseph, and <clears throat> I encourage you if you want to hear the message, go check out the message. You know where we really broke down in detail what was happening in Joseph's life in this season. But you know Joseph finds himself in the prison; he doesn't want to be there anymore. And <clears throat> just like people that find themselves dating someone they want to be dating anymore they've or people that are in a marriage they've given up on right which i'm not supporting divorce i'm saying no. you need to change your heart in your marriage and right. love your spouse better so it's like someone that's dating they would be dating they're single but they wish they were dating like any of those spaces and and what people have to realize is you got to get your eyes off of where you are and get it focused on what god is doing yeah you know and that's what we talked about on sunday it's like sometimes we're so drilled in on these circumstances that we're existing in the season of life that we're in it's like we know we don't want to be here Mm -hmm. so all we're focusing on is where we are excuse me where we are and how much we don't like it but we're not paying any attention to what god is trying to do in us during that season you know it's like maybe you're not ready to date somebody right now like the last six relationships you had were disastrous. Maybe you don't need to date anyone for a while. Yeah. Maybe you need to improve yourself and get closer to the Lord before you bring somebody else into your mess. Yeah, a lot. Uh, it's it's a it's ultimately it's like a it's a stewardship thing. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, if if we believe God's in control of it all, you know, but then we have steps to take in in that as far as the plan maybe for our life, but. You know, where are you at right now? Like, what's, what's he doing? Like you said, what's he doing in that moment? What do you, what do you need to learn? Like, if you had this humongous dream, um, I mean, let's, let, let's just come up with a hypothetical, like, something tangible. You have a, you, this, this career dream, right? Right. Um, but maybe you don't have the knowledge or experience to do the dream, right? So it's like, it would seem logical that in the moment you're in, you may not want to stay there, but it's like, what do you need to learn in that to be able to get to the dream? Yeah. yeah. You, well, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, and even, and even get more detailed specific in that arena. You know what I mean? Like if God's put a dream inside of you to start a business, he's given you this entrepreneur type dream, you know, but you're, you've, you, you know, five years ago, you bought a four bedroom house for you and your wife, you know, and you can barely afford it. And, God puts you in a position where he puts it on your heart to sell the house. You can see that as a negative if you want to. It's like, man, I'm losing my house. Like, I got to, you know, it's like, I, this isn't, you know, this is, God, I thought you were looking out for me. God's trying to say, like, I am. Yeah. Because when you move into that two-bedroom that costs $500 less a month, you're going to be able to afford the dream that I put in your heart. But it's like, you know, and even we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it's like to get to get your new life, you got to let go of your old one. <laughs> yeah. like, and so many people, they want to keep what they got, but also get what they want. And oftentimes you got to let go of what you had to pursue what God wants. Um, well, and so it's like recognizing that sometimes yeah, you know, God's doing something in a season that is going to lead you to a greater position, a greater opportunity. But it means recognizing that he's working that out for your good, you know? Well, and we're fancy now, you know, it's like Gary V talks about that kind of stuff, you know, or, it, and it's a long game, right? It's right. like, and, and I even talk about it with myself. I'm pretty good with money, mm-hmm. right? But there's areas of my life I'm try, I've been trying for four years to get better at. Like I, I eat out a lot, right? Cause mm-hmm. for multiple reasons, there's, you know, at least excuses and food. reasons. I, I love to eat. It's That's a social a thing. Yeah. It's hard to cook for one sometimes, blah, 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 blah. Right. The big, however, is I'm costing myself hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially in retirement income that right. that money could be going into 
you know, an interest bearing Roth IRA or something that right, between right. now and my thirties to end my six at 30 years of growth cost myself tons of money all cause I want to eat out now. Yeah. Right now, take that to your house situation. You're talking about the four bedroom, like who need, you know, two people, a husband and a wife with a four bedroom house, three bedrooms are empty all so they can be in the nice neighborhood and impress their friends. Yeah. Man, it's like if that's your motive, if that that's then it's a broken motive. It's a broken motive. Like um, now, if you got kids and you need those rooms, that's a different conversation. But oftentimes, you know, in America, we we buy houses too big for what we need. 100%. You know, we buy cars that you know we don't. We, I mean, we were talking about cars yesterday. It's like, yeah. Um, you know, it's all. Yeah, you know, and it's so possible. It's, and I mean, and like, we do it all on credit. You well, know, and that's the hard part. You know, it's like that's like the space. You know, me like me and Ashley, and you know, we have a, we have a bigger house than we need right it's like it's one of those things where when we went to buy this home this is our second home we've ever bought you know just from a financial perspective encouraging others like we went in we didn't go in and buy number one a house bigger than we need for the sake of doing it number one we got a ridiculous deal on it it was like all right perfect and for us it was like our dream the dream for us is to build a healthy church and we know we're hosting small groups and so i mean there's yeah there's 30 kids, 30 teenagers in our house every, every Wednesday. Wednesday because they yeah. host a group at our house. You know, like yeah. Yeah. we had 24 people in our house this past Sunday because we host a marriage small. small group in our home. So like our dream is being fulfilled in the space. The reason I say that is also to say like, but we also didn't go out and go like, well, we need this big of a house. Let's go buy a brand new one. It's like, all right, let's buy, we found a house that was built in the nineties, you know, and we, and along, you know, Pastor Dan, us put in work to be able to have something, you know, a little bit bigger than we needed, but not have to pay for it. So, like, to match our dream, we right. put in the work to match our dream rather than just trying to go in debt over it. And so some of those things are helpful, too. Not to help everyone understand, help everyone understand that you can have these things, but there's smart ways to go about getting them. You know what I mean? So if part of your dream is to have that car or that home, you know, it's like, number one, how are you glorifying God with it? That's a big question. Yeah. Because it goes back to the why question from week two. But secondly, how can you do it where you're being a good steward over what God gave you, you know, and you're not limiting what you can accomplish in the kingdom with it? So those are good questions to start with in the, in this conversation, you know what I mean? To continue to like flip the coin a little bit and see it from different perspectives. Can you get those things? Sure. Should you be getting those things in a way that doesn't, you know, bottom your bank account out? You know, you're not stressing out over money. You know, you're not, you have to work seven days a week instead of six because you can't afford the things you bought. Like now you're in an unhealthy place. You need to reevaluate, you know? Yeah. So those things are, those things are helpful. The nice thing is when it comes to dreams, no matter, almost like no matter what it is, other than something ridiculous, it's just not realistic, you know, like, yeah, of course I'm going to be a famous actor or something like never acted before, but yeah, you (laughs) want to move to Hollywood and be famous, like that kind of ridiculous stuff. Right. Um, the realm of possibility, though, for, at the in the times that we live in, is huge. Oh yeah, especially if it's entrepreneurial. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. Like for business, it's it's 100%. huge. It's huge, um, and and that's so encouraging. You know, that's so encouraging for people that have that kind of dream. Like yeah. the the you know back in the day, and we've talked about this numerous times on here. But back in the like when my if my grandma wanted to start a side business, she couldn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, you know what I'm saying? House to house. How like, do you, how do yeah. you do a side business at night back then? But yeah, now right. like the internet exists, like it's crazy. It's a middleman. Like it, it, yeah. there's, there's just so much you can do. Um, or even to, to educate yourself, right? Like 
Google and YouTube, like if you if you need to if you need to know how to do something, like to even get to your dream, like okay, I'm yeah. gonna do I need to start a business, but I don't really know how to keep a a, a, a spreadsheet for my financials. Like throw that bad boy into Google and start yeah. reading, yep. you know, and no, figure it out. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just easy, you know. It's it's never been easier, right? I yeah. mean, ever. Yeah, Juana lives on YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. I, I love YouTube. He's constantly looking at like, and and you're looking at investing in a property somewhat soon. At I mean, some at some point, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're looking at property investment and like trying to use your income wisely in that space. Like, yeah, you know, and all of that exists because it's like you know, like I I, I want to do something to take care of myself, take care of my family, also provide an income, you know, and at the end of the day, I hope this is part of your game plan, but also be a benefit to the kingdom. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the, the more fine, I, 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 I tithe faithfully. I yeah. give offering faithfully, you know? So it's like the more God blesses me, I've proven, you know, to the Lord that I'm faithful with little so he can help bless more to make, you know, so that we can be a blessing more, you know? Um, I don't think it's ever God's desire to give you a yacht for just the sake of you having a yacht, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that whole prosperity gospel message of like, it's I, yeah, it's, that's not it. It's like, what, what is God giving you so that you can be a greater blessing to the kingdom? Like, right. yeah. so that you can give more, we get more so that we can give more so that we right. get more so that we can give more. And in that space for you, and it's like, I know that that's part of your heart. It's just like, man, I want to take good care of myself, good care of my family. Both of those things are biblical, mm. nothing wrong with them, but I also want to be a blessing to the kingdom, you yeah. know? And it's like, so how, where do we exist in that space? Right. And that kind of goes to, you know, one of the other points that we talked about, right. It's like your dream will only be fulfilled when your character can handle it. Right. You know? So it's like when you, when, when your character is prepared to receive the blessing, that's when God can step in that space. When your character is prepared to walk out the dream, that's when God allows you to step into that space. You know, and so many times we want, we want what we're looking for God to give us. You know, we want the dream, we want the blessing, we want the call, we want all that stuff. Um, but we haven't allowed our, we haven't uh, processed or pushed our integrity to be able to handle things. You know, it's like, listen, like if you steal from work all the time and, <laughs> you know, you're, you're cutting people out of their finances and you got five different guys you owe $100 to, you ain't paid none of them back, but you keep buying new sneakers or that you know, the new iPhone or whatever, like don't be looking for God to move you forward in your dream. Right. Cause your integrity hasn't matched your dream. Right. So, so it's like, you need, like we have to, we have to be prepared for our character to be able to, you know, there's going to be a, our dream has to be built on a healthy foundation and your character is what that foundation is, you know, is determined by. And so, I mean, we just have to be aware of like some of those things. Um, because, you know, even for you, like the property, so it's like, well, you know, God's not going to give you the opportunity to do something until you've proven faithful with what you have. You yeah. know what I mean? So prove faithful here. He'll make it possible for you to move forward over there. And, and I think that's why so many people don't don't move forward. I totally agree. I mean, and, and, and I think I think sometimes it's a perspective thing. I mean, we, we talk about it a lot around here, at least in our office, you know, even like I think – and you mentioned it in the message, if not this week, last week about it, it's always viewed as like an end destination. Yeah. Like the thing. Yeah. yeah I want yeah, yeah. the thing. And it's, it's so not about that. It's about the process of getting to the thing. Definitely. You know, and like, and I even have it, you know, I have it written on my whiteboard. It's like, you know, it's about it's like fall in love with the process. Right. It's like the, the, it's that, 
that's what builds the character. Yeah. You know, the, the going through, like we're in a growing organization as a church, you know, like if you, if, if, if you, us as the staff of this church are not in love with the process and the work that's got to be put in to get to the somewhere, right? Cause there isn't a, in, there isn't a finish line. There's not a magic right. number in the church world that when you get to it's you're done. Right. You know, even a large church, there's still more people, right? It's like Chris Hodges says, like the reason church growth is important is because heaven and hell are real. Yeah. You know, so it's like, there's no magic number, but it's like, you have to, we have to love the, the day to day. We have to love the eight to five, the nine to five, the, 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 um, you know, occasional late nights or the, when you got to go meet someone that's in a crisis, you know, and do a little bit of one-on-one discipleship or whatever the case is, like you have to be in love with that. Yeah. Because that's what builds. I mean, why why would God send a thousand people to our church if we're frustrated with managing the few hundred? You know what I mean? Sure. It's like yeah. it just doesn't yeah. make sense. It, it's it's illogical. But so many of us get in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, a hundred percent. You you have to be prepared to handle what God's going to pour out. You know, you have right. to, you have to be in that headspace. And and you know, talk about, I talked about it with one of our you know with Anthony, one of our guys. You know, talking talk about the infinite game. You know, I think he's he's realizing. You know, in, in at thirty five, I think he is. You know, the the truth behind the infinite game by Simon Sinek, which is this idea that <clears throat> you know that everything in life is is infinite. You know, there's there there is there's no fourth quarter. <laughs> you know, there's no like, all right, here it goes. We're about to end, and you know, like we're we're playing an infinite game that the rules constantly change. It, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 like, it's and it's infinite for several reasons. Like you yeah. know, we have a competitor, right? right? It's not other churches; it's the enemy, right? right? You know, and they're playing. The enemy's playing in an infinite space, right? Right. So we're playing. We're, we're we haven't agreed upon the rules, right? We haven't agreed upon the time frame, right? We haven't like so. It can't be a finite game, right? So, but we put ourselves in these positions to think about. You know, and, and the only reason even now for us, we put deadlines on things or we do our small groups and seasons that have endings like those are all for a reason. Right. That, that helps with the onboarding of new people. Right. There's a, right. the more importantly than the than the end dates is the start date for small groups. That way that yeah. new yeah. people can join groups and not feel like they're out, you know, the whole the whole deal. But at the end of the day, it's just it's it's one continuous long thing. There is no goal line for us. Right. There's wins along the way that we call wins. Right. We celebrate um, certain wins. Yeah. I mean, I, but the game isn't over. I almost view it like football with no ending. The wins for us are like every time we get a new first down, right? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. But there is no touchdown line. There is no ending. Or maybe there's a touchdown, but there's no, there's no, there's end no of the clock game. on it. Yeah, right? no, no, no. It's like the game this goes end. on forever. That's right. Yeah. Even yeah. after we're gone, yeah. it's continuing. And so you have to fall in love. You have to fall in love with the game itself. Right. Not winning the game, right? Right. You have to fall in love with. You have to fall in love with the process of playing the game, and the people that fall in love with the process of playing the game, right? The people that fall in love with the journey of life, not trying to create destinations in life, are the ones that are happy. Those are the ones that are most blessed. You know that that yeah. word blessed, right? Like the ones that fall in love with the journey and stop trying to look for destinations are the ones that start to settle into it peace and rest and joy you know what i mean it's like you know uh, how things going today terrible it's like well you said that yesterday and the day before that and the day before that it's like when are you going to realize that it's like i i woke up today like yeah let's do this let's tackle the day you know what i mean yeah. so and really just living in that space when it's and it's so cliche but it is true it does help with perspective it's like if you're you know we're the richest people in the world right 
You know, yeah. like if you make more than what's the, uh, whatever the dollar amount is, it's not a lot. Yeah. You're in the top 1% worldwide. We talk about the top 1% in the U.S., but like these rich guys, um, which by the way, this top 1% even in the U.S. is not multi-million. If you make 400000 or a year or more, you're 1%. Like, that's not, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a lot, but it's not like, you know, the Jeff Bezos of the world, right? Right. But, um, 150 billion or something. Each one of us, even the three of us, the top 1% in the world. It's like, yeah, there are some days I wake up and I'm not in the best mood, but at the end of the day, it's perspective. Like, yeah, my God, we got it good. You yep, know? So it's exactly. like, what are you so upset about? Why, why are you so down? Why are you so just defeated? Especially if you're a believer, like why are you so defeated? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then so it's figuring out how do you how do you come up out of that? That's the hard part. Yeah, for some people. Yeah, absolutely. And so and it's understanding. So it's, what does it take to see again, right? And we see the story of Jesus in Mark eight. You know, here he he heals the blind man's eyes. But I really want you to if if you know when we're talking about seeing again, go back and listen to the sermon and grab a hold of that picture and let that let that speak to you. You know, but this idea that Jesus opens the blind man's eyes, but you know, he said, when he opened them, he said, I see people and they look like trees. Well, obviously, people, number one, people don't look like trees. But number two, how does he know what trees look like? Right. right. The idea that if he knew what trees looked like, that means he probably could see at some point yes. and he lost his sight. Right. And Jesus is a sight restorer. And for many of us, we've lost our dream. So even for people that have lost it, like they can't see it anymore. Jesus is the dream restorer, and he wants to give that back to us. And so go check out the message, man. We'd love to hear from you. If you got any feedback, any questions, any of those things, hit us on, uh, you can send us an email, hit us on Twitter, you know, any of those things. So for sure, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, next week, the last week, this Sunday is the last Sunday for the Dreaming In series. That's PD right. will be with us. So, but Justin, tell me where they can find more about the church. Man. You can find us online, transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook, Transformation Pensacola. No doubt. Juwan, appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Appreciate it. And uh, did you warm up? Oh, I've been warm the whole time now. You yeah. good? Yeah, he's good, good with a right. scarf. So we appreciate you guys. We'll catch you all next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See, See you guys. guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.